It's the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Your daily download of X92 Nights X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. Brought to you by Shane Holmes. Offering affordable customization on your new home. It's Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Welcome to the Beckler and Shauna Pisscast. It's raining today. It's supposed to rain all day. Some October rain. It's weird. We rarely get days like this where it just socks in. Especially in the fall. Yeah. Especially this late in the year. I was thinking about this on the weekend when it was so nice out. I'm really not looking forward to the winter. Mostly because, I mean, the cold, whatever. I can handle the cold. and find ways to get outside and bundle up and stuff. The mess. Like, it's just, everything is so yeah. messy. Like, mm-hmm. it's impossible to keep a vehicle clean in the winter. Especially in Calgary with the freeze and thaw. Yep. Like, your vehicle is just going to be dirty for six months out of the year inside and out. It's true. The kids and their winter clothes and their dirty boots and, like, keeping your entrances at the house clean is impossible. It's a dirty time of year. It is. It's dirty. And then, like, at the gym, I hate having to take my outdoor boots off and, like, walk through in my socks. And, ugh, that's, like, that is my least favorite part about winter is just the mess. If it was cold and snowy, but somehow we could keep our feet dry and keep our vehicles clean, I'd, I'd be much better with it, but really nothing you can do about that, is there? No. Friggin' way she goes when you live here. Friggin' way she goes, Friggin bud. Friggin' way she goes, bud. It's Canada. On today's show, a Heritage Moment, of course, because it's Wednesday. We've got another booth for you. Uh, Justin from our midday show talked about a song that he is sick of. Yeah. And we agree and suggest a couple others. Mm-hmm. An incredible Terry that my nephew encountered on a bottle drive and a uh, third wave spa after your out-of-context clip. Podcast. Matt Barry and I were talking about spas the other day because he was planning to have a spa day with his wife, Chelsea. Nice. Uh, and I got to make a point of doing that with McKenna soon. It's such a nice thing to do, especially... It's great, yeah. We got some nice spas in and around Calgary. And totally. Some of it's covered by benefits if you have benefits. I know. Which is I always forget that. I yeah. was like, oh yeah, you don't have to... You might not have to pay for all of it, which is real nice. That is great. But we got talking about different spas around town and I asked if he tried the this new one downtown. I don't know. I guess it's not that new anymore, but... He said, you mean ska? And I didn't realize that it was called ska spa. Hmm. Ska is a type of ska. music. It is, yes. And it's not the type of music that I would associate with a relaxing spa. No. It's what I associate with partying. Yep. And skank dancing. Mm-hmm. And drinking beers way too fast. Yeah. Interesting. Loud horn sections, pork visual. pie hats, yep. band shoes with checkers on them. That's mm-hmm. what I think of when I think of ska. Totally. Not, but like even think of a commercial for a for a spa. It would have, probably have the relaxing music, you know, yes. the the Japanese flutes and Absolutely, all that sort of yeah. the rain sticks. Mm-hmm. Ska spa, an oasis of relaxation in downtown Calgary. A spa complete with all your pampering needs. So that that's what you would think. That of. would that would be that's what you'd envision. Yeah. Be like, ska spa. <laughs> My voice doesn't even cut over the no, noise. No, you can't. You gotta yell. An oasis of relaxation. Doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work. You'd no, have to you'd be have more to... like... Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey there. Are your muscles tight? Well, skank on over here, brother, and let's rub them down. We'll pound the stress right out of you. Woo! Here's the beer. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I was visiting a friend's parents' place in this retirement community in Phoenix on the weekend. And uh, when we entered this this gated community, I noticed a bunch of for sale signs out front. And so I was like, oh, wow, lots of places available right now. And then I thought a little further about it and was like, 
does that mean that a few people have passed on recently? And they were like, oh, yes. And I had never really thought of that before. But when for sale signs go up in front of a retirement community, there's a good chance it's because somebody passed on. That's recently. probably the most likely explanation. Either that or, you know, if it's a snowbird community that they're in such poor health, they can't travel down there anymore. Yep. But they said, no, they're like, yeah, no. When we see those for sale signs that go up, it's because somebody has passed along. I was like, holy crap. You know, we talked recently about if you would buy a home if somebody had died in it before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you're buying a home in a retirement community, there's a darn good chance that somebody <laughs> has passed away. You have to be pretty okay with that, don't you? You have to be fairly <laughs> like... We talked about that website, diedinhouse.com, where yeah. you can see what's happened in Is your house. Is it all retirement yeah. communities? What's the heat map over at like Palm Springs or Florida or oh, Phoenix Oh, only six like? people in that one. It's oh, fairly low. That's okay. <laughs> I was thinking, like, if you're a real estate agent, that's pretty much par for the course, too, right? Like, somebody asked, well, obviously, look where you are. Yeah. Okay? So why are they selling that? They died. Yeah. It, it's died. funny because we actually had a, a couple of the neighbors over for dinner the one night from this retirement community. And of course they were chatting. Have you, you know, they know everybody's business is the complete cliche. Have you met the new neighbor yet? Uh, yeah. In Edith's old place because well, Edith, you know, yeah, she passed. She's with God now. There's a lot of, oh, very sad, very mm-hmm. sad. And then they just move on. Okay. And the next, uh, did you meet? <laughs> Yeah, you'd have to be pretty Leo? used to it. Well, think, Leo passed on his And then think about like in an actual retirement home. Yeah. People coming and going all the time. It's true. It's, I mean, it's a little morbid, but I think like when you're waiting for a spot to open up in one of those places, you are essentially waiting for someone to die. It's true. Or to go to, you know, to go to palliative care and they're not coming back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Tom's a bit of an a-hole anyway, so let's you get hope a- that he passes. <laughs> Get a phone call. It's like, yeah, room's opened up for you. Oh, great. Oh, I mean, well, not God. great, Who of died? course. Not I mean, <laughs> the and podcast. This past weekend, my nephew was in town for a hockey tournament, and I was chatting with McKenna's sister, his mom, and she was telling me about the fundraising they've been doing for this team. Mm-hmm. So they did a bottle drive. They, they're, they're, they live up in St. Albert, and they said the very first house they stopped at on this bottle drive, the guy had the mother load. This was a full-on Terry. Oh, yeah. All Pilsners, all cans, not flattened, but put back nicely into their boxes. And he had enough flats of Pilsner that it filled the truck and then some on the first house. Oh, my God. I have a photo here that she sent me. That was house number one. God bless you, Terry. <laughs> that is an unbelievable amount of snurs. It's an entire truck bed filled with neatly lined Pilsners. Pilsner boxes. Only Pilsner. So we did the math, like we Holy counted hell. this way, and then we counted how deep it is, and then multiplied by how many is in a two by twenty-four. Yeah. And we figured it's about seventeen hundred cans of Holy hell. Which at ten cents a can, it's hundred and seventy bucks on their first stop. That is amazing. I just love <laughs> first of all. I'm surprised that Terry wouldn't take his own recycling back. Yeah. Because you can buy, you know, three or four more cases of Snurs. It's true. With your recycling money there, Terry. Yeah. Also, not a beer other than pill, than old style pill. It's that is Every single beer in this case is old style pill. Like, and, that's a joke. That is amazing. And who stores their cans like that? Like, I don't know. Most people put them in a bag or flatten them. Although, normally, like, did they in advance tell people that the bottle drive was happening? I don't remember. Because all I can think of is that maybe he knew it was coming. 
you know, or he always knows the bottle drive happens, but once a year and he's like, I'm going to just make these kids day, which is is amazing, Terry. This is his giving back to the community because other than this, he just drinks a a case of snur a day. He looks up to Terry Fox and he's like, I would like to have some sort of thing that I do for the people as well. So this is what I'm going to do is collect all my snurs. (laughs) I got to do something. And give it to the kids. Better for this name than just drink all the snurs in St. Albert. Yeah, (laughs) that is incredible. There is one twisted tea box there. Oh, good. So, but Switch, but the, that's the, for the old it's lady. Full of, it's full of pilsners. So it's full of empty pilsner cans. I've never seen anything like that. That is unbelievable. I just love the idea of like they, they knock on the door and they're like, hey, we're collecting bottles and cans for minor hockey. And he's like, oh, I might have something. Hang on. I know, right? Let me see he what knows. I got back there and then just brings back everything. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast. I've got another thing you can't look cool doing if I could. All right. Um, knocking over a display at a grocery store. Or really oh, knocking yeah. over anything at any store, for that matter. Just being a clumsy oaf. And <laughs> to be honest, as humans, we are fairly clumsy. And you see this quite often. Somebody will knock something over. And sometimes, especially like those antique stores, sometimes they cram so much stuff around <laughs> you that you're you're trying to walk so close. And it's terrifying, yeah. right? Like you're walking and they're like, I, I Don't can't. Don't breathe wrong. No <laughs> movements. No sudden movements at all. Um, and I know this because I did this yesterday. I was at the grocery store and I grabbed one of the green peppers. And after I grabbed one, all of the other green peppers went no. all over the floor. That's a physical booth is what oh, that is. Oh, my. So here I am, and I'm trying Flailing. to frantically put all the green peppers back before people see me. And here's the worst part. Then I put them all back, and I'm like, okay, we're good. But then I wanted another green pepper. I pulled another one out, and they went all over the floor again, Peckler. Like, at this point, Twice. I should have cried. I should have been in the corner. I should go. I, I, I think you got to leave at that point. you got to put your basket down and leave. You're not allowed to shop there anymore. Although, I have to be honest with you, I think one of the jerks that work there purposely did that because there's no way that that display should have gone after taking one green pepper out. Somebody did that intentionally just to watch, I think. That's pretty funny. One of the produce guys is like, I'll just Jenga this green pepper display. There's no way it should have happened. Like, you're supposed to be allowed. You should be able to take the top. It's not like I went digging through the green peppers. The top one I took off and just they all went. I was like, what in the hell? And in those situations, the longer it goes on, yeah. the less cool you look. Oh, my like, God. It's one thing to like knock something off a shelf. It's yep. another thing if it just keeps going and well, going. And, and stupid green peppers, are they're all rolling. Like, if it's something that rolls, so you're like, oh, great. In they're every all, direction? In every direction. <laughs> like, just like, oh, there's one over there and here. And, yeah, you think of Lenny Kravitz. Okay, that's not, he. there's no way he can make that look cool. No, he no. would take his big scarf and head right out of the store. I think that's the end of it. And to the produce department who intentionally did that, <laughs> you're sure. Blessed Trucktober to you, Shauna. And a blessed Trucktober to you as well. Blessed Trucktober to you listening. Mm-hmm. Yes. So one of the greatest months of the year, Trucktober. I have another truck song. Oh, perfect. Uh, this is actually from, she's a, from uh, Edmonton, this country singer. Her oh. name is Allie, and I got to know her a little when I was working in country music, but she's just released a song it's about trucks, because everyone's releasing songs about trucks. Yep, that's the thing. These days, uh, so the, 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 the concept of the lyrics is that she'll stop loving you when they stop making trucks. Oh, okay. Which mm. I don't see happening in the near future, but nope. Wow. 
Listen to that truck noodle. <laughs> Holy crap. She takes Just it for a walk. Takes that word for a run there, doesn't she? <laughs> Wow. Yeah, that just... The first one's just a quick little... Right there. Just to give you a little preview, and then guess what's coming longer. Are you ready? Are you ready? Every time I say truck, that's how I'm going to say it now. (laughs) Hey, I like your truck. (laughs) I'm going to go... So, wow, well, that's going to get annoying real quick. I got to uh, I got to add this to the old truck yeah, supercut. Yeah, you do. Wow. Which one do you want me to add? Do I add the do I add the noodle or do I Well, I mean the noodle's going to add 48 seconds to it. It's, <laughs> it's going to gonna... double the length of the damn thing, so I don't know. Okay, let's yeah, let's see if you can pick it out now. I got the I'm editing on the fly once again. a noodle too too Holy long too noodles in there too long, long noodles pieces of spaghetti that honestly takes up more than half of the entire thing <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast etymology with Shauna so a friend of the show Mikhail asked me to look into the etymology of two different words mm-hmm. uh, masochist yeah and masturbate can you say or that word on the air I don't even know so or another M-A-S word jerking your gherkin Ma- pulling your pud Taking your dog for a walk. Tugging your dog. Spanking the monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yanking marching your, yanking your noodle there. Yanking your anyway, noodle, Dan. Yeah, pulling yeah. your goalie. Tooting your own horn. <laughs> um, so here we are, okay? Uh, and I looked into this. First of all, the mystery um, comes from two other Latin words. Manus, which means hand, and turbo, meaning to disturb. <laughs> so... Just means the, the old funniest, disturb hand. It's one of the funniest Isn't that etymologies ever. I was ever. like, this is absolutely hilarious. The old turbo hand. The turbo hand. So You doing a bit of the old turbo hand in there or what? That is exactly what we're <laughs> going to be saying from this point forward. Because I read that and was like, absolutely. <laughs> yep. The disturb hand, the turbo hand, and what, whichever. Anyway, so then I looked into masochism. And this is, of course, if you define it, it's somebody who finds pleasure and pain, essentially, Mm -hmm. right? Um, But that is totally unrelated. It does not come back to any Latin. It actually comes from an Austrian writer who liked to talk about the satisfaction he got from getting hurt. And so his name was Chevalier Leopold von Satyrmasek. And that very last part, Masek, is where we got that term from. So it has nothing to do with... We had a lot to work with with that guy's name, didn't we? we sure it's quite a name. Did. Leopold von Sachermasek. Sorry, Chevalier Leopold von Sachermasek. It's a mouthful. It's a lot. So I'm glad we and kind of just shortened it to that end. It, the turbo hand full. <laughs> the old turbo the hand. The old eh? turbo hand. <laughs> okay. Okay, well, there we go. Etymology <laughs> with Shauna. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. I mentioned that uh, my nephew was here for a hockey tournament this past weekend. Yeah. Uh, he was playing out at... Uh, the new sports complex on Sutina. Oh, what, nice. What a facility. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I'm sure it's incredible. I wanted to check it out. Yeah, there's two sheets of ice, like a massive, like, university-sized gym. Wicked. With seats and everything. This beautiful, like, gymnasium, like a workout facility. It's incredible. Um, but anyway, I was sitting there with McKenna's grandma, and the rinks now have, like, protective netting all the way around. Right. Which yeah. they didn't have when I was growing up. Nope. They would sometimes have it at the ends. Mm-hmm. 
but it's all the way around now. And McKenna's grandma, she's like, well, they definitely didn't have that when, you know, when, when I was younger watching hockey. She said when she grew up, they didn't even have glass around the boards. Oh, my God. So you could just stand at the boards. And like That's be insane. Almost part of the action. How, oh, my. You, how, how many people got injured when it was like that? Oh, I would think a lot. You know, I mean, flipping over the board. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. I mean, well, players weren't wearing helmets. Nope. Goalies weren't wearing masks. There was no glass to protect any any of the spectators. I mean, to be fair, I guess you wouldn't have been hit as hard if you weren't wearing any protection at all either. So Yeah, and I don't think like the puck, they weren't shooting like they are now. No. I don't, but um, still, still, I mean, you can get puck tipped and take one in the face as yep. a spectator you get beamed real easy she she said that there was she remembers one instance in uh, her hometown where there was some kid on the other team that was roughing up this kid and the next time that kid skated by the boards his the, the other kid's mom reached over and grabbed him oh my god because <laughs> you could do that then you could because there was no glass anyone could yeah oh man uh, it was a different time that's a different different time. era of hockey yeah. for sure up around the rink to protect the fans. You know, the old-timers play where they tough just taking pucks in the face, not whining about it. No one wanted to be hit by pucks, Don. Eh, the faces were tougher back then. Yep. Fans went to the rink hoping they'd get sticked in the jibs by a good Canadian boy like Gordie Howe or something like that. Oh, they definitely would have preferred the netting. Eh, you know, you people coming to the games now flapping your lips instead of watching, then pow! Puck right to the chops. It's that and the texting, I'd say. You, you don't think people spoke at games back then, Don? They did. Hells, I know they supported the troops. Let's go. The Beckler and Shauna podcast. Justin's in studio here. Justin from X Middays. Hey. Uh, can you read the tweet that you made yesterday? Uh, yeah, give me one second here. Yeah. So it says, if I never heard Journey, don't stop believing again, that would be too soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I saw that and I was like 100% agree. And I know yep. Logan, our producer, responded. He's like, that song stinks. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was his reply. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. That ju- that song jumped the shark years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. And people are still trying to play it. People like, are still trying to make it happen. I've got to be honest. I I never was a fan never? of that song. No. no. I no. see the, the I see the the, the merit in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get but the appeal. It's, just not it's my a, kind of music. So it's like a catchy song. Yeah. yeah, but like so overdone. Yeah. It burnt itself out years ago. Yes. and the fact that yeah, like I said people are still trying. You can't it even just play won't it ironically. Die. Yeah, no, you no. can't even play it ironically at this no. point. No, I think I've pinpointed the date when that song started to die. Okay, and that would have been. Uh, June fifth, two thousand five. That's the day that Family Guy episode aired, where they sang "Don't Stop Believing." Oh, uh, oh. at the Drunken Clam oh, karaoke. Okay. Yeah, and that's kind of like then it had like a little moment right after that where it blipped, and then, it's just, and, then and then the the Rock of Ages musical. It's uh, like the big that one. Yeah, and it's yeah. like oh, over the weekend. This is what inspired the tweet. Was over the weekend. I unintentionally. I honestly, it's been. <laughs> Maybe I sought out the song once or twice to figure out what it was. But since then, I, I have never sought it out. And over the weekend, three times, oh, I no. unintentionally heard the song. It's three haunting times. you. It's haunting you. Just yeah. intruded in your life. It doesn't yeah. go away. Yeah. It's, it's one. I, I would put it in the same class as Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. I, it's like, I do still have appreciation, but, but I, I yes, I understand. That was, that was probably going to be on my list, too. Yeah. It's like, I can't, I can't hear that anymore. 
Yeah. I I respect the song, but it's I think it's done. It's that got to go away for 20 years. I have a little more appreciation for, yeah. I, for. I don't know why, but like don't if, stop believing him. Just no. If you were to put either of those on at a party, it'd be a groaner. Yeah. Wouldn't yeah. it? Be like, oh, man. Yeah. Although Bohemian like, Rhapsody, like, everyone sings every word to. That's the thing is when that, whereas Don't Stop <sighs> Believing, it's yeah. almost so overdone that even if you know the words, you yeah. don't want to sing it. I, I don't feel know that why. way about Bohemian yeah, Rhapsody. That's fair. I, I think the appreciation, though, is that Bohemian Rhapsody was at one point actually a fantastic song. Looking you, at it, it's like, it really is a masterpiece. Whereas Don't Stop Believing is like, yeah, this song's okay. Yeah. At best. At best. Don't stop. That's going to be your 11-11. You're going you're gonna to see it everywhere now. You're going to yeah. be like, oh, no, here it is again. Yeah. One time I had a party and some one girl that was there got a hold of the iPod. And she this was back in the iPod days. And she put on the YMCA. And I, I kind of feel the same way mm-hmm. about all these songs I yeah. do about the YMCA. Yeah. Ace of Bass, and, The Sign. Oh, God. I saw the sign. Yeah. It's like, do you know any, any other music? Or- <laughs> YMCA. Next, just put the chicken dance on. Yeah, why would you play the chicken Joe, dance? Not that, Joe. Let's go. and Shauna podcast. Our producer, Logan, is in here. And, Logan, thank you for the work you do producing the podcast every day. It's a pleasure. Thanks, Logan. Any songs you'd like to add to that list? Because I know you agreed with Justin on Don't Stop Believing." This song stinks. It stinks. <laughs> uh, I'm good on ABC, Jackson 5. Really? I think oh, that's going to go. Yeah. Have you heard that a lot? Heard it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, another, yeah I could see that one for sure. What's the better Jackson 5 tune? Uh, there's another song on that record that's written by uh, the guy from Funkadelic. Um, Funkadelic is in Parliament Funkadelic. Parliament Funkadelic. The same, the very same. Um, shit, what's it called? It's gonna <laughs> Logan, me. so if you don't know, Logan has, how big is your record collection, your vinyl collection? Uh, I've got about 1,200. Wow. That, that yeah. is unbelievable. You're what, so what, my, what my, one might call a music fan. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to a bit. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else you want to add to the list? Kokomo, Beach Boys. Oh. It's kind of a silly song, isn't yeah. it? Like, Although that one, it's funny because it's on a playlist that we have as friends, and I, I still don't mind it. But I never, ever hear it outside of that playlist. My girl so. loves it. And it's like, but okay. you could listen to God Only Knows. Yeah. yeah. I mean, God Only Knows doesn't take out Kokomo and vice versa, but... <laughs> no. Some of the great songs they've written, and then... Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Listen. Yeah, that's yeah. a stinker. Someone messaged and said Sweet Caroline. That's a huge one. Yeah. And I'm kind of there with that, too. And even, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. When I went to Fenway and everyone gets up and sings it in the yeah. seventh inning, I was like, I could do without this. Yeah. I know it's a proud Red Sox tradition, but... I I wasn't participating and I wasn't really enjoying it either. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, that's a big one. They all, to me, they all seem like songs that people would sing on like a pedal pub. It's getting drunk and singing them. That's what it is. It's because everybody knows all the words. That's why everybody likes them, Uh, right? I know. Yeah. Yeah. Friends in Low Places probably on that list. Yeah. Yeah. Far from Garth's best song. No. Yeah, I'm good if we just banish any of these, any of these songs. What about like. It's in LA in Margaritaville. Are we over that one yet, or is that one okay? Jimmy Buffett? A little Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy Buffett. Okay. I'll take Margaritaville. Yeah, I'll take yeah <laughs> that hasn't burnt, burnt out entirely yet. Maybe okay, not good. On a day like today. But. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Beckler and Shauna podcast is brought to you by Shane Holmes. Shane Holmes builds in the neighborhood of the community, the new community of Vermilion Hill, which is just south of Sutina on the west edge of Calgary. Absolutely beautiful land. Like, I would think that some of the homes up there would probably have pretty incredible mountain views looking west toward 
Bragg Creek. Yeah. And, you know, like the Elbow Falls area. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, there's a new phase of lane homes available in Vermilion Hill starting from the low 600s. And I sometimes wonder, like, if, if I know there are people who listen to this podcast from Vancouver or perhaps even, like, the greater Toronto area who must hear, like, brand new homes, detached homes available in the low 600s, and that probably sounds like, crazy. That's a dream. Yeah. I wish. And you're, you know, 15, 20 minutes from downtown there, too, which is... One of the great things about Calgary, don't it tell sure everybody. Is. Totally. <laughs> uh, Vermilion Hill is described as a beautiful community where hardy board and detached double car garages come standard. Garages. Garages. It's a designated dark sky community. Garages. Too, which is very cool. More info at ShaneHolmes.com. Shane Holmes, the better way to build. The Beckler and Shauna Podcast. I came across another boof recently, Beckler. Uh, for those who don't know, a boof is when you do something public speaking where you say something that you didn't mean to or... It's basically when you're flailing. You kind of flail a little bit. You say something. kind of flailing. Yep. Uh, this one actually happened earlier this year and I did not see it until just now, but here it is for you. Wednesday, mild, some sunshine, 60. Thursday, partly sunny skies and 57. And to another woman who likes to be double-fisted in a different way, I think, Jess. <laughs> Pardon me? Back it up a little bit there. Pardon? And to another woman who likes to be double-fisted in a different way, I think, Jess. (laughs) She means beer. Oh, I was like, what is the context Mm. of that? Yeah. Double-fisting beer? Yeah, so I guess it was St. Patrick's Day at the time, (laughs) and so she was trying to make some sort of I don't know what. You know, this is the other thing I love about newscasters. Sometimes they try and force a segue. And this, I think, was what she was trying to do. And that's what happens when you try and shoehorn some sort of segue into there. And to another woman who likes to be double-fisted in a different way. Dearie me. You cannot let these people go off script. You just can't. They nope. are hair and teeth people. They're there because they look good and Holy they deliver the bananas. news well. Yep. You can't let them start trying to have a personality nope. and stuff. Don't do it. We've talked before about how funny those segues are, you know, and you really try here. And, and this one just, oh you my God. And to another woman who likes to be double-fisted and it's different. Oh, I don't know if that's better no or, check your panties, or worse. Check your panties. Check your panties. Yeah, like that. I mean, the combination. Of- and to another woman who likes to be double-fisted and it's different. Check your panties. Check em. Oh, my check. check the Beckler and Shauna podcast. A Calgary Heritage Moment. When you think of Calgary's history, garbage might not come to mind, but it's a very important part of how a city operates, and waste management used to look very different than it does today. A picture recently surfaced of a brand new garbage truck that was first presented to the city in 1951. It's no bigger than a small tent trailer, but it revolutionized garbage collection at the time. It was called the new Sani Van Garbage Collection Truck and was purchased by the city for $10,877. That's the equivalent of about $123,000 today. At the time, only one of those types of garbage trucks was needed to completely change garbage collection in the city. According to an article in the Calgary Herald from this time, the new garbage van was known in the trades as a garbage packer, as it packs down the garbage and allows the truck to hold a tremendous load. The article stated, it only made two trips to the dump to unload with its crew of three men. This was a huge improvement from the open back trucks that were used prior. Another aspect of keeping a city clean is street sweeping. These days, the streets are swept via street sweeping trucks. However, this used to be a job that was completed on foot. 
There were physical street sweepers that would walk along the streets with a broom and can and worked on foot to keep our city looking pristine. When it came to maintaining weeds in the city, there was once an infamous group of young boys in the Ogden area known as the Weed Gang. A local farmer used to hire this group of boys every year to clean up his farm and most importantly, rid it of pesky weeds. He was known to treat the weeds like an enemy invader and told the boys they were soldiers fighting the enemy. Today, Calgary has many garbage recycling and compost trucks among its 4,500 vehicle fleet, though 25% of garbage collection is now privatized and handled by contracted companies. And the trucks themselves are far more expensive too, equipped with all kinds of sensors and cameras. A new garbage truck can cost upwards of $400,000. This has been a Calgary Heritage Moment. You've been listening to the Beckler and Shauna podcast. Brought to you by Shane Holmes, offering affordable customization on your new home. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative, X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have Beckler and Shauna downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later. X After Hours, a weekly podcast that brings X Afternoons with Mariah and Ty to another level of awesome and allows you to listen on your own terms. Go behind the curtain and hear the stuff you won't hear on the radio. Like, f*** they're going to say f***. Find X After Hours wherever you get your podcasts or on the X app.